0: Bienvenidos a todos. You are listening to the Paseo Podcast, where we highlight stories by, from, and about the Puerto Rican community. My name is Joshua Smeiser de Leon, and I want to thank you for downloading this episode. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else, podcasts or stream, give this podcast a like and subscribe to it. It makes a world of difference. We started this podcast as a way to bring attention to the diverse and vibrant stories that make up the Puerto Rican communities here in Paseo Boricua in Chicago and around the world. From La Isla to the Diaspora, we hope you enjoy what you hear. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us again this week. I want to start the show off by talking about the Puerto Rico mentions during Tuesday's presidential debate. Oh wait! I can't do that because there weren't any. Zero, nada, zip, nothing. No mention, let me say that one more time for y'all so you can hear it for the people in the back. No mention of Puerto Rico, a territory still recovering from the effects of hurricanes Maria and Irma in addition to a struggling education, healthcare, and political system. Now, someone tell me how in the heck was there all this news about Trump and Biden a week or so ago trying to court Puerto Rican voters and not one mention of La Ila and arguably the biggest stage in the election cycle? These debates do big ratings, especially the first in a series of presidential debates. So, I mean, it would have been the perfect platform to raise awareness and address the needs of the Puerto Rican people. For perspective here, this week's debate drew over 73 million views. 73 million! There's over 5.5 million Boricuas in this country, and I hope we are all paying attention to what our elected officials care about from the top to the bottom of the ballot. Because I'm really, really not digging the lack of attention Puerto Rico is getting. One resource I really like is this website. It's called PRPolicy.org. They have a breakdown of the Puerto Rican populations by state. So if you're passionate about speaking truth to power and want to start organizing Puerto Ricans in the political process, but you're not really sure what type of population you might be working with in your community, in your state, definitely check out that website. Like I said, it's PRPolicy.org. You can also get some added insight into... Uh, the larger demand of our elected officials to show us their PR policy. Uh, so definitely give them, a, give them a look if you have some, some extra time on your hands. But ultimately, you know, I know I'll be keeping close attention to the next round of debates. And, and honestly, I hope we get the chance to hear some substantial PR policy moving forward. But I'm not optimistic. I'm not holding my breath whether it's these presidential debates, the primary debates before them, the primary and presidential debates before them, and so on and so on and so on. Puerto Rico tends to get the short end of the stick, tends to get ignored. Its people are treated as second-class citizens. And honestly, not getting one Puerto Rico mention in this week's presidential debates doesn't really surprise me. I wish I could say it, it did. But this, this unfair treatment, this uh, lack of attention, laugh, lack of intentionality, not only for the overall prosperity of Laila, but this lack of intentionality behind policy um, and, and who that policy serves. Does it serve the hard-working Boricuas that live on La Isla? No, it doesn't. It benefits people in power. It benefits people with money. It benefits people who could care less what happens to the island. Mix that in with people that are lobby for policy that would affect Puerto Rico that are buying up property, gentrifying the island, trying to make it a maybe like a vacation getaway. I could see it now. Six Flags, Puerto Rico. It's just a matter of time before... Unfortunately, the relationship between the United States and Puerto Rico becomes a, a point where we might have a time in our in our history where the majority of people that live in Puerto Rico are not Puerto Rican. So that's just like let that sink in for a second that there there could be at work an intentional plan to make the island so poor, so inept, so lacking in the ability to being able to address issues and actually make decisions and have authority behind those those decisions that can impact the island on a macro level. You can make the argument that this is something where our island is not Treated as uh, as it should be with the respect it deserves, um, and it's an unfortunate thing, it really is, because this isn't this isn't what the Puerto Rican people deserve. This isn't what we in the diaspora deserve. Um, this isn't something that any human being deserves, uh, and it's colonialization at its worst. And what's even scarier is that a lot of the policy that gets pushed with the idea that oh, this will help Puerto Rico it will, and, it will, and it will help Puerto Rico for the better, we end up seeing the reality that words are just words. you got to really pay attention to the policy and the ideas people are being put forth and really read between the lines. Because when you have something like PROMESA as an example that was introduced by the Obama administration, the, it was sold as a way for Puerto Rico to get its finances in order but when you look at something like promesa you look at the words behind it and how it was sold to people the idea was promesa will be something that will help Puerto Rico get its finances in order the reality of that the of of um outwardly saying this is going to, the PROMESA Act is going to be something that will help Puerto Rico for the better. It will help get its finances in order. That sugar coating uh, starts to kind of disappear when you when you look at that track record. So you have this big idea of helping Puerto Rico with its finances, but at what cost? So what was the cost? The cost was an imposition of fiscal and political power, extreme austerity measures on an impoverished 3 million people, and essentially wiped out Puerto Rico's ability to defend itself in bankruptcy court and to negotiate directly with its debtors. You look at something like la junta, which is another another policy that is uh that was sugar-coated. When you start to really look in, in between the lines, you realize that something that was sugar-coated may not be as sweet as someone else is making it out to be, which is why, again, we really need to look in between the lines of these policies because La Junta may have been sugarcoated as something that would be a positive thing for Puerto Rico, but at what cost? Pension cuts. Elimination of important worker protections. In private and public sectors, by the way, who gets hurt most by this? Hard-working men and women, working-class families... Those are the ones that are hurt most by these policies. And we as people of color, we as Boricuas, we in the diaspora with the ability to vote in these presidential elections should really take this election and every election after it very seriously because we have the power to use our vote, our 5.5 million strong vote, to really shift the narrative on policy, so that we have legislation that works for the many and not just for the few. So so like I said earlier, am I optimistic about the potential for Puerto Rico to be mentioned in one of the next two presidential debates? No, but one thing I am optimistic about though is the topic of today's episode. I hope you all liked that smooth segue as I appreciated you all rolling with me on that uh, soapbox way back when in our pilot episode we talked to uh, Jose Lopez uh, who's the director of the Puerto Rican Cultural Center here in Chicago we talked about Paseo Boricua here in Chicago and uh, specifically some of the work that the Puerto Rican Cultural Center does from initiatives and organizations that support the LGBTQIA community and young people experiencing homelessness to uh, organizing cultural events and providing a space for people of color to express themselves through theater, I cannot express enough how engaged and active the Puerto Rican Cultural Center is in the Puerto Rican community. With COVID 19 taking its toll on our society, especially our mom and pop shops, I invited the director of the Puerto Rican Cultural Center's Small Business Development Center, Carlos Bosquez, on the show. Uh, super excited to have him on. We haven't had someone on from the Puerto Rican Cultural Center in a few episodes now, so it'll be good to get a sense of um, what they're up to. So we're going to have Carlos on. We're going to talk about the initiatives that PRCC has and is taking to support small businesses on Paseo Boricua and the surrounding community. Let's jump into the interview. We have a guest with us today from the Puerto Rican Cultural Center. His name is Carlos Bosquez.
1: Carlos, what should our audience know about you? I moved here uh, to Chicago like maybe nine months ago, and I started working for the PRCC like for... For months five months um, for now, and I came from Puerto Rico so in Puerto Rico, I was a professor of some universities right there, also I had a couple of radio programs we talk a little bit about digital marketing businesses also I had a digital marketing agency, a small digital marketing agency and well, when I moved here to Chicago, I find this opportunity working with the, with the PRCC, leading the business initiative department. So I, at that time, I thought it's a it's a good opportunity for me to start, you know, connecting with people, networking with with other people that are making or doing business in, in Chicago specifically in the Latino community, and. Uh, let me let me tell you, it was and, and it is a really really good experience. You know, um, dealing and working with Puerto Ricans here in, in Chicago, it's feeling like you know in Puerto Rico. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really happy, i really happy working with the, with the PRCC. Also helping small businesses. That that's one of the that's my main uh, goal and my main objective in, in PRCC. You know, helping or help helping small businesses, entrepreneurs. Just to, you know, start their businesses and grow their businesses. Mm-hmm. So everything that I learned in Puerto Rico and practice in Puerto Rico, doing all the stuff here in, in Chicago. Um, ¿Y de dónde eres? What part of Puerto Rico? What part, what part I, am, I am from the west of Puerto Rico, the west side of the okay. island. West San Sebastian side. Yeah. I live in a couple of, of, of places in Puerto Rico. I live in Mediagüez, mm-hmm. living at a in Bayamón, you know, just for work. Mm-hmm but I am natural from, from San Sebastian. It's uh, mm. in, in the west of the, of the area.
0: Mm. And, and You may have said it and I missed it, but what is your official role
1: with the Puerto Rican Cultural Center here in Chicago? Yeah, I'm the director of the Business Initiative Department, also the director of the Small Business Development Center. I'm really glad we had
0: you on because uh, you're the perfect person. Uh, as you know, we talked about this before, before the we started recording. But there's a lot of business initiatives that the mm-hmm. PRCC is really leading on in Paseo, Boricua in Chicago. Um, can you tell us a little bit about some of the business initiatives that have been taking place
1: currently at the Puerto
0: Rican Cultural Center?
1: Sure. The business initiative department, it's a department. It's, a, it's not a new department, but a year from from now, yeah, I think that at the beginning of the two twenty twenty, uh, we starting to have more programs uh, because in the business initiative department at some to- at some point only have one program. That the SBDA is the uh, Division Street Development Association, mm-hmm. and you know, just uh, a year, maybe a year from now um there's three two new programs the sbdc and the nbdc okay those are the two main programs of the business initiative department the small business development center that is funded by the the state the the sba hosted by the prcc and also the nbdc that's the neighborhood business development center and uh, that is a program that is funded by the city of chicago so we have two programs right now that are serving to our small business owners and entrepreneurs. Also, we have another business initiative. It's called WePA. WePA is a pop-up community um, that is ch- changing a little bit. You know, now it's like a market. Now, you know, it's it's not only a pop-up. You know, like we know pop-ups here in Chicago. It's it's kind of market right now. So um, our entrepreneurs, uh, our small business owners, can start, you know, uh, start their businesses in Paseo Rico, selling their products, sensing the market, marketing the market, um, starting, you know, making some money to reinvest in, in their businesses. It's a, it's a pretty good start for, for any business. For WEPA, I've
0: been to a number of them uh, on Paseo, and if yeah. you're looking for everything from jewelry to art to domino mm-hmm. tables like it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good showcase of the talent that exists in the puerto rican community um and it's it's that the web takes place every weekend right is it
1: yeah every, every weekend yeah. every weekend every okay. saturday um right now we are a new project we are looking well we even we already identified a place to start web mm-hmm. during the the winter Mm-hmm. You know, during the winter, it's very difficult for for any business to stay outside. You know, mm-hmm. so we identify the place for our weperos, so they can they can continue their their businesses, and we can continue also the the, the weepa during the winter and the, you know the cold season. Mm-hmm. So. Um, for that reason, um, our, like I said before, our WEPA is becoming another thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Our WEPA is like a market, and, and we are envisioning a lot of things with, with WEPA, because we want to WEPA, I know, grow a, a little bit more, not a little bit, we want to grow, you know, in a, in a big sense, mm-hmm. because we want to, to give space, to, to give opportunities to our small business owners and entrepreneurs. You no, know, to start making money. We know that it's very difficult for for any businesses, uh, for any entrepreneur to start a business. The one of the biggest challenge is to find a place for them, you know, to, to start their business. Because okay, you can do a, a, a uh you, you can build an an online business, but sometimes there's some kind of products that people want to, you know, to, to feel, to touch, to see. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, online businesses always not, not always are good. You know, it's not suited for all kinds of, of products. So we know that. We know the challenges that that are dealing with our small business owners. So for that reason, we want to give them a space, we want to give them the opportunity to start their businesses and we have already a couple of success stories with our Weberos. We have Weberos that right now they are making business with other businesses. They are growing, they are you know becoming stronger businesses. So I think that WEPA it's a pretty good initiative that it's giving our entrepreneurs and small business owners a really, really good opportunity for them to start their businesses.
0: Yeah, that's a great example of how the PRCC is leading um, and really helping to uplift and support a lot of our small business yeah. owners. Um, what, what other initiatives are going on? I mean, you mentioned, um, you mentioned some grant funding. Mm-hmm. Can you say a little bit more about that? How is grant funding impacting the work that the PRCC does in their business initiatives?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Right now, we are um, working with some grants that we are partnering with other organizations. For example, we're partnering with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. The Hispanic Chamber of Commerce have a program that is giving uh, 10,000 grants. And uh, we are partnering with them in a sense that we we are helping small business owners to fill the application, to do all the paperwork, to stay in contact or to be in contact with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, to follow up the application, etc. So that's one of the grants that we are doing right now. These grants, it's, it's for all these small business owners that have their businesses in the Cook County, with the exception of the Chicago City. But if anybody that is listening really to to us right now and have a, a small business in in the, Cunca, in the Cook County, um, there's a, a really good opportunity with this grant. It's a really simple application, but we can we can help anybody with with that kind of paperwork and and, uh, and filling the application. That's one of the of the grants. The other grant we are also partnering with Westside United. Um, those grants are more um, for people that need or maybe that are doing businesses with hospitals or want to do business with hospitals so but in, in a broad sense, um, people who have, for example uh, photography business or a video uh, video business, um, catering business, um, people that are selling. PPE, okay, um, personnel, protecting equipment um, and any other, um, it, it's, a, it's a lot of things, you know, a lot of, of mm-hmm. kind of businesses that can apply for, for this type of grant. Uh, it's also 10K, so uh, we are helping also small business owners to fill that, that application. Um, also, um, any, I encourage any, any business the, the right now think this grant it's suited for for anybody just go ahead and, and apply for it and if, if, the person, if any person have any questions or inquiries or doubts um, anybody can touch base with us and we can help them with the with the process if people want to learn more about how they can benefit
0: from the business initiatives of the puerto rican cultural center what uh, websites, social media, is there anything that people listening today should know to keep up
1: with you and to learn more about the business initiatives? Yeah, for sure. Um, there's our website, There There is a, a section of business initiative department. Also, um, anybody can uh, find us on social media. We are on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Um, in all social media uh, accounts, we are um, like sbdcprcc, SBDC prcc that's our username in social media. Also, I want to encourage all small business owners and all entrepreneurs to stay updated with all the, the assistance that the government and the private sector is giving. Um, we have almost all that information. So if anybody wants to know for grants available, funds available, you know, any, um, any other opportunities available, just uh, reach us, uh, we can give them the information. All right, Carlos Bosquez, thank you so much That's for right. being on the Paseo Podcast today.
0: Special thanks to Carlos Bosquez for coming on the show today. If you're a small business owner in Chicago, definitely reach out to him. Without our awesome guests, this podcast would not be possible. And without you, our listeners, this would not be possible. So we really appreciate you listening. If you want to reach out to the show, connect with us by visiting our website, baselmedia.org, emailing us at baseopodcast.gmail.com, at and following us at Basil Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. If you have a tip, want to pitch a story, or send us a compliment, we love to hear from you. Thanks for downloading this episode, and see you next week. Cuídate! We want to take this moment to say thank you again for listening. When you download our podcast or subscribe to the podcast itself, that makes a world of difference. So gracias for taking your time to listen to us. We also want to take this time to thank the sponsor of today's episode. This episode would not be possible without the generous support of the Puerto Rican Cultural Center. The Puerto Rican Cultural Center located at 2546 West Division Street right here in Chicago is a community-based grassroots educational health and cultural services organization founded on the principles of self-determination, self-actualization, and self-sufficiency that is all activist-oriented. For more information on the work they do, give them a visit at their website at prcc-chgo.org. Again, that's prcc-chgo.org. Now, if you or anyone else you know would like to be a sponsor of the Paseo Podcast, please email us at paseopod at gmail.com. That's P-A-S-E-O-P-O-D at gmail.com. Tell them Joshua from Humble Park sent you.